Today's episode is brought to you by Quip. Quip is going to get your mouth looking amazing. Also today, we're brought to you by me undies. Me undies are the undies that I have on me. Let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Cax and Crendo in the morning. Whoa. That you rose out of like a tube on the moon, like Rita Repulsa there. <laughs> it's like the uh, Power Rangers guy, Ivan Ooze or whatever. He's like coming out That's, of you the know what? ooze sewer. Can I tell you, the other day I was on uh, YouTube's short thing, you know, because sometimes mm-hmm. when you bring it up on your phone, it's the first thing it appears for some reason right. now. And the first thing I got was, was part 18 of the Power Rangers movie. I guess someone put all 18 <laughs> parts... And I'm not lying when I say I watched from part 18 to the end of the film on this person's <laughs> channel, but only through shorts. So it was like two minutes at a time. That's so I just crazy. Kept I just kept scrolling through them. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. I forgot at one point the Power Rangers are on another planet and like a naked like Amazonian woman <laughs> guides them. And I forgot that that. Yeah, I've got all those things that Ivan Ooze, he spits out minions. It's, you know what? It's a bad movie, but I loved it. Love it. So good. Yeah, that's uh, that's a, a Power Ranger staple. Yeah, yeah, see that. What's crazy is the special effects are terrible, and I seem to recall them being amazing. Looking back, they are bad, dude. They are bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I saw it, I was like seven or something. I don't know. <laughs> so obviously, yeah. when you're seven, you're like, whoa. Yes. I think that was seventh grade for me, I think. Yeah, that would probably check out. I remember the uh uh thing was is this this is how I know when kids say they'd like something ironically, they it's all a lie. Because <laughs> right. my friends and I in high school, all the high school boys loved Power Rangers. But we'd pretend for the girls that it was like an ironic kind of love. Like we know it's <laughs> oh, stupid, yeah. but we'd all be like, Oh my god, dude, you see when Tommy did that thing? That was <laughs> <laughs> it was all fake. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know. It, oh, my God, that reminds me. Perfect uh, segue here. So, uh-huh. on a, did you do anything on Black Friday? I did nothing. Uh, I have a whole story, but I'll save it for you. All right. Mine's not too long anyway. So, okay. Uh, I wasn't going to do anything, and then I had to go to Target. So, I was like, I guess I'll just go to Target. So, I went to Target at like, I don't know, 7 p.m. And I was walking around. Pretty much nothing I wanted. I was like, On Black Friday? No one's out Friday night. Well, yeah. That's why I went at like 7 p.m. There's still still people there. I thought you were talking about like crazy people, but you're talking about stores. Okay. Yeah, I'm just talking about going to the store or whatever. Like, okay, walking around. You know, it's crowded, but nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, And I was like, they had DVDs. Uh, you buy two, get one free or something. I was like, I don't care, right? Like, they're like, oh, if you buy Shrek 2 and, like, Tim Allen Santa Claus, you can buy Monsters, Inc. for free. Like, I don't care. That's a steal. That's a steal. Uh, and they had some other stuff, like, whatever. So I just walked around. I didn't get anything. But I heard a crazy quote, all right? So, <laughs> so I was by the... Uh, video game section because I was like maybe they got some crazy video game stuff and right next to there is like the book section there are these two high school girls talking and she said maybe the most high school quote I think I've ever heard go on she said and I quote like whenever I don't feel like doing something I feel like a lame loser but lately I've been being a lame loser just to be a lame loser I am I've never felt more seen in my entire life. <laughs> that does actually does kind of sound like something you'd relate to. Am I a high school girl? Is that <laughs> what we've be. discovered? <laughs> uh, 
I heard that and I was like, I gotta write that down. That is like that was a quote for the ages. Sometimes uh, I feel like I say stuff like that and no one corrects me on it. <laughs> That's what you need. You need somebody to just correct you on it and say, you know what? It's all right to be a lame loser sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you gotta embrace being a lame loser. Just to be a lame loser. As our dear friend Spongebob said, sometimes it's okay to be a goofy goober. Yeah. Rock. 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 Great movie. Well, my day was not good at all. <laughs> all right. I, uh, so the night before, I had come back from my parents' house, I, and uh, you know we did the whole Thanksgiving thing together. That mm -hmm. was fun. We watched the dog show. I uh, love watching the dog show because I get to see all the dogs, and 90% of them are ridiculous looking. I love a good ridiculous looking dog. So we did all that. I came home, and um, as I, I think I was, I don't, I don't know when I noticed this, but all as I was going to my apartment, all the lights within, I'm gonna say a mile of the uh, apartment building, all of the lights were off. I was like, hmm, interesting. So I got closer to the apartment, and I noticed all the lights in the buildings, not just street lights or stop lights, all the building lights were off. I was like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> so then, get to my apartment, press the garage door opener, and it works. So I'm like, oh, well, the power must not be off. So then I go down to the garage. The lights in the garage are on. I'm like, huh, okay. Walk over to the elevator, press the elevator button. Elevator works. I go up to my apartment. I, uh... You know, walk into it, the lights work. But I do see that the clock on the stove and the microwave are flashing. I'm like, oh, maybe the power just went out hmm. and it just came on. Like, as I got back, I was like, all right, well, that was lucky. Then I go to take out some trash. And as I'm taking out trash and putting it down the garbage chute, uh, I hear the elevator ding. And so someone's getting the elevator. I walk around towards the elevator. And as I'm almost by it, I hear... Like, I, like the sound of gears and metal breaking. Oh boy! And I'm like, what the hell? And I look at the elevator, and it's clearly coming from the elevator. I'm like, nah. And I just go back to my apartment. <laughs> I didn't want anything to do with it. I didn't want it. I was like, mm, I got time for this. I'm going to bed. So that whatever happened happened. Right. Wake up the next morning, and there is caution tape over the elevator. <laughs> I have no idea what happened, <laughs> but something where they're not letting us in the elevator. And I was like, all right, well, maybe they'll fix it. So I come into the office, I record some stuff with Gerard, and then I head home at night. Still not fixed. So now, just for the record, my parking spot is on basement level two. All right. My apartment is on the fifth floor. So I am, at minimum, doing seven uh, flights of... Not like one up and over. I'm talking like each floor is four half flights of stairs. So four times seven is what I'm doing up to get to the top. I'm going to let you know. I've had to do that. It still isn't fixed, by the way. <laughs> it is Sunday. still not fixed. I've been having to walk up and down those damn stairs to get anything. Mail, <laughs> to go out. I, my calves hurt so much, dude. I'm over it. I've never been like, I just want an elevator so badly. <laughs> I am broken. And they haven't fixed it. They haven't fixed it. There's a, like, the elevator does not work. I don't know what's going on with it, but I think I was there to witness it break. And was like, nah, I got time for that. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. And so what I've been trying to do is make it so if I have to go out, I go out for a long time. So I don't have to walk up the stairs as much. That's where I'm at mentally. If I'm like, if I'm going out, I'm out all day. I'm not coming. If I go up those stairs, I'm not coming back out. <laughs> so that's me. That's what I've been doing. Man. I mean, you're getting yeah. exercise then, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you could look at it like that. Or you could look at it like it's now a pain in the ass to do everything. <laughs> such a hassle. Well, I mean, it is seemingly a pain in the ass to do everything, but... You know, you just gotta you gotta see the bright side, right? You're like, wow, I'm getting in my getting in my exercise. Dude, I'm telling you, one night I came home and I was very very tired and I totally forgot I had to walk up the stairs, and I, and I was like, eff it, I'm just gonna do it all. I'm I'm just gonna try to get up as fast as possible. I don't want I just want to get into bed, 
And I tried to like sprint up those stairs. I can confirm I probably almost died. I got into my apartment and my heart was like beating in my throat. I was like, this is not good. I was like, I've never felt my heart. It was like pumping. It was like, why, bro? Why'd you do that, dude? I was like, I'm so sorry. I sat on my couch and I was like, I may die right here. <laughs> I've never, I like felt fine. Like I didn't, you know, I wasn't like dizzy or anything. Like, but honest to God, my heart, I've never, my heart has never pumped that hard. Note to self, don't do that ever again. That shit was scary. It was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, whoa. And I was like, how, wait, how long were you sprinting upstairs? From the second, whatever the four times seven is. Four times so, seven, 28? It, was, it wasn't long, but imagine, so like each half flight is, we'll say seven steps. Mm. And between each floor is four half flights. It like goes in sort of a, a box, you know? Mm. So you're doing four, so seven, so it's seven times four, and then... That number times seven floors. It wasn't long. It's just a lot of them. So I wasn't walking up the stairs a long time. I was trying to get up them as fast as I could. But it was, I would say, like three minutes, maybe. But that three minutes was like full Jesse trying to get to the top of these stairs as fast as possible. See, Lesson yeah. learned. Don't do that. Don't do that. It reminds me of when I uh, started working out after now working out for like all of COVID. And I remember, uh, I remember... I got like nauseous because I was just like, uh, uh, after like doing so much exercise, you just like overexert yourself better. I'm like dehydrated, didn't eat enough or something. But I remember, it, I mean, it's only happened like right when I hadn't worked out for a while and you're just like, uh, just sit down, uh, you know? Well, I do understand because my thought process, if I can walk you through it was I can manage these stairs fine. It's not a big deal. I don't like doing it, but you know, it's fine. I'm not like out of breath or anything, you know, going up and down them after a while, it does hurt my legs, but it's not, you know, it's like, whatever you're doing a bunch of stairs. Mm. It's fine. So my thought process was, well, if that's fine, then I could just get up these real quick and, you know, I don't have to struggle through climbing up a bunch of stairs when really I can just get through it fast. And so my legs won't hurt. Right. That's my mm. thought process. Like instead of doing slow up the stairs, I'm doing super fast up the stairs. And admittedly, my legs did not hurt, but <laughs> my right. heart was like pumping. <laughs> Lesson learned. Oh. And who would have known this all came from hearing the elevator break? Yep. That's, that's what brought it on. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of, oh, dude, so much dumb shit happened to me this week. I was uh, driving with my mom because I had to take her to her storage unit, and... As I'm taking her back to her place, a dude, like, on a bike, bolts out in front of me uh, from his side of the lane. Uh, he's in the opposite lane. From his side, through my lane, and then as I'm driving, signals for me to slow down and starts yelling at me to slow down <laughs> because he's trying to bring his girlfriend across the street. And I'm like, time out. How dare you? How I'm I have the right of way here, my man. There is no he went across the lane, ditched his girlfriend, and then yelled at me because I was preventing his girlfriend from crossing. <laughs> Just wait the three <laughs> seconds it takes me to pass you, dude. Yeah. Well, I I couldn't figure. I was like, this guy is just upset that he ditched his girlfriend, and now he's trying to push the blame on me. <laughs> it's uh, it wouldn't be a a fun month without a crazy traffic story. And you know what? It was at the exact same intersection, by the way. <laughs> uh, wait, has every single thing happened at that intersection? Yeah. That intersection is everything that happens happens there. Mm. Is that the one with the this gas station? Um, No, this is the one that's sort of by my house, but there's a hotel there now. So people are just vacationing when they're going like biking in LA? My entire, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weekend, of course. Um, my entire area of LA used to be like an old rundown Shinto monastery or some shit and like <laughs> a beach no one went to and old apartments that nobody lived in 
and weird restaurants that were kind of run down and a, a mini mart that had, you know, 90% of its shelves were empty most of the time. Right? <laughs> it was yeah. a weird section of the city. Not many people lived here. It was just a bunch of old people. Loved it. Very quiet. Loved it. Over the last 10 years, um, yeah, 10 years now, over the last 10 years, the area that I live in has torn all of that down and instead built apartments and hotels. So many apartments and hotels. And now all the apartments around me are super expensive. We're talking 6000 plus for a one-bedroom. Insane. Oh, my God. And all the hotels around me are like pretty fancy hotels. So everyone in this area is not only you know doing the vacation thing like don't tell me what, but they're also half the time the kids of of rich people so they have the attitude to begin with so the whole area is just attitude here's the thing it's, it's what i imagine actual living in hollywood is like kind of it's i hate it i don't know why of all the places you'd want to like go biking you would pick los angeles like, you can go anywhere. You go, like, the woods, you go to the mountains, you can go, I don't know, just, like, any place. Like, let's go biking in L.A. <laughs> well, my area is where Santa Monica and Venice are, which is a real touristy spot, and there's a lot of bike path areas. So there's a lot of biking that goes on in this area. People go like will go down to the beach, and uh, they'll I bike see. on the beach, and there's bike paths that take you all over this area of the city. So it like checks out why they would do it here. It's that kind of community. Again, unlike most of LA, it's pretty quiet. The problem is, is that the people who come to the area aren't they don't live here. Most of the people that like most of the apartments that are in my area now, it's a big problem. All those six thousand dollar apartments that no one with a brain will rent are now being rented by companies who then are subleasing them as Airbnbs. Ah, I see. And yeah, and so now a lot of the people in the area, uh, I think I mentioned this, the one of the apartments, the one of the units next to me is clearly an Airbnb for someone. And mm. the the car that parks there next to my spot is a different car every few days. And I, you know, the the hotel or not the hotel, the um the apartment complex was like well, you know, because of this Airbnb stuff, that's why our rent keeps going up. They keep, you know, messing with the market. And so, like, if you see someone who's airbnb let us know so we can make sure to kick them out. And I was like, okay. So I once told them, and they were like, have you ever seen this before? Is this something that happens often? And I said, yeah. Here, you know, would you like me to take a picture or something? And they're like, yeah, if you could gather us a bunch of evidence. And I was like, whoa, wait, whoa. <laughs> that's not my job. <laughs> you should be the ones every day going to the parking lot and looking to see what cars are like how is this my responsibility like well if you could just let us know if you see another car I was like mm, I don't care that much <laughs> so yeah that's that's uh that's the situation around me it's I imagine it's a lot of LA I don't know a lot of people are talking about online how Airbnb is kind of going under but here in LA even even my office that I'm in right now I came up, I think I told you this, I came up here the other day and a van, like a van with a bunch of very pale white people was in the driveway and I couldn't, you know, get in. So I, you know, after I got in, they followed me and they were like, excuse me, we're looking for a place to stay in this complex. And I'm like, uh-huh. I mean, it's mostly rental units. Like, oh no, no. We, we, uh, Airbnb, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess you should contact the person, I'm like, how do we contact him? I'm like, I, I don't know, you should have, like, like there's a, a call box right over there. <laughs> you should have just taken a video for the apartment people, like, hold on, you said you're staying at an Airbnb at this apartment complex, they'd be like, yeah. Well, this is you're my like, office, wow. this, dude, this wasn't even my apartment, oh, this, this was my office. Oh. This someone, the place I'm, uh, this, just let this sink in. The place I have my office at is a place where many other like influencers and uh, you know like up and coming entrepreneurs have offices. Two people live here. The people that own the property and this older couple that's kind of like cuckoo bananas. But other than that, everyone else just works here and is gone. These someone clearly rented a place or bought a place here and is now renting it out. 
And so now this place that has like four levels of security to get in, some random dudes from I think Norway <laughs> came over here and are like trying to get in and no one's here to greet them and they're asking me to help. And because I'm just like I don't know how to help you guys. They're now mad at me because I'm not telling them how to contact a person. And I'm like, I don't I don't know where you're staying. I don't know what you're doing. You rolled up in a van that looks like you smuggle kids. Like none of this it seems like I should be involved. Yeah, that's the best course of action. You just don't get involved. Yeah. So I was like, there's a call box right over there. You just go over the call box, press the button, should be able to get a hold of them. And he's like, Okay, thank you for nothing. I'm like, what do you want me to do, man? <laughs> oh man that's uh that's a it's a fun time over in uh, the old los angeles this is why i don't know i don't know uh, i don't like the big cities like i don't like being in the city city you know but i can get why people like it so while we're uh, going to a totally different topic now oh, <laughs> that's right. what i'll say as a segue <laughs> yeah I found, so last week we talked about, um, you know, I, it might have been last week or maybe the week before, but the idea of uh, food not being originally from the place it was, right? Like, Oh, yeah, I remember that. How tomato sauce wasn't originally from Italy, that kind of right. thing. Right. I found a complete guide to things like this. Whoa. And I just wanted to tell you some of the crazy ones because it is... Totally fascinating, and some of them genuinely are like, no. Um, so, this is a surprising list of recently invented foods. Right. This is recently invented. Okay. <clears throat> Nachos were invented in 1940s Mexico. Okay. I mean, that so, I mean like that kind of checks out. Like, that seems like an easy start. Yeah. yeah. Then you have uh, spaghetti carbonara, classic, but only from 1940. Wait, which one's carbonara? It's, uh, you know, you got like the tomatoes and the oil and stuff in it. Uh, oh, yeah, that one. All right. 1944 is when that one's from. Okay. You figure that would be like an old standard because it seems so simple. Yeah, yeah. The ingredients, guess, it isn't a lot, you know. Uh, I mean, I guess that's when like a lot of people started... Coming here from like different countries and stuff, so they're probably just inventing new dishes to bring over. Like I don't know, like this is what I used to eat there in the army. Unless it was this like actually in Italy? Yeah, Italy. This is in Italy. Oh, all right, never mind. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, because I know uh, isn't it a thing where like a lot of American Chinese food was made by like Chinese immigrants here that were yes, just like uh, uh, the most popular dish in America. General So's chicken or General Chow's chicken, right. whatever you want to say, um, was created in 1970s because they were looking for a like a Chinese food taste that Americans would like. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, there's actually a pretty interesting documentary. I think it might be on Netflix about these guys going over to China and asking, like, do you know who this is? Is this general even a real person? <laughs> <laughs> like, and they're like, we don't know what that is. What kind of chicken? They have no clue. It's very interesting. <laughs> huh. Another one that I think is interesting is currywurst or currywurst. Yeah. Uh, is from 1949 Germany. And the reason why is because Allied troops were stationed there and the Americans had ketchup and the British had curry powder and there were a lot of cheap local sausages. So oh, yeah. currywurst. Which I think is super interesting. Uh, this one is one of my absolute favorites. Mongolian barbecue. Where do you think that's from? Uh, I mean, obviously, you'd say Mongolia. Totally not true. Huh. Mongolian barbecue is from 1951 Taiwan. And originally, it was going to be called Beijing barbecue, but it was too politically sensitive. Interesting. So they just picked so they named Mongolia. it Mongolian barbecue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just they got pick some country. Uh, Mongolia. That sounds good. Yeah. So it was. <laughs> it was. You know, the concept. I mean, maybe the concept could stem from Mongolia, but I don't. Yeah, it's just a weird ass thing. Interesting. Yep. 
Another one, and that's 19, another one, 1962, Hawaiian pizza. Where do you think that's from? I'll say Hawaii just to, you know, Thank you. <laughs> be the person like, oh, could it be Hawaii? Hawaiian pizza? <laughs> Hawaiian pizza, pineapples, ham, everything? Yeah. Canada. Oh, yeah, I could, I could see it stemming from Canada. Yep. Well, why do they call it Hawaii? Is it just because of the pineapple? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. And, uh, wait, hold on. But what about Canadians? Did they call it Hawaiian pizza? Yeah. Yeah. But why do they call it Hawaiian pizza? They invented it in Canada. Dude, I, I wish I could give you an answer. <laughs> I wish I could give you an answer. The next one. The Donner Kebab Sandwich. A classic staple of most of Europe. Mm. It's from 1960s Germany. Oh, that's crazy. Which again, that from Germany. To, again, it, it rings to me as very much like Currywurst. It rings to me like immigrants bringing food and then they altered it in some way. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people did. Just kind yeah. of altering what they knew. And it makes sense to me. Uh, tiramisu. Uh, actually, yeah, where would I'll just say France, right? Tiramisu, Italy, in oh, the 1960s. Yeah. The 60s, I thought for sure this was like, in the 1800s, they were making tiramisu. No, no, 1960s oh, yeah. well, tiramisu. I just realized, like, all the Italian places served tiramisu. I don't know why I said France. I think it just <laughs> well, feels like, uh, it feels like a French thing. I like the coffee tiramisu. and the, or like espresso thing, and like the cake, they, they like baked goods. France. Um, sure. The famous chicken tikka masala. Where's uh, it from? Man, I would say India, but it's probably going to be like England or something. Absolutely. England <laughs> in the 1970s. Again, Ooh. immigrants making, you know, stuff that they thought English people would eat. So instead of a butter chicken thing, they made chicken tikka masala, huh. which is probably because they had chicken tikka. And yeah. then they were like, well, let's make this masala thing. And they're yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I, think, I think that's probably along the same lines as General So's chicken. If I had to oh, yeah, probably. Okay, here's another one. California pizza rolls. Or not pizza rolls, uh, sushi rolls. <laughs> pizza roll. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Japan. Nope. No, here's the thing. This is my favorite one. Some people say America, obviously. Right. But a lot of people are saying it was invented in Canada. Oh, Canada. <laughs> Which I think is super interesting because the concept of a California roll to me never made any sense because it's like mayo and avocado and like fake crab and shit. And you're like, what yeah. is this? That makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, now I mean, that I think like, about it, like. You think about it, you got your you got your fake crab. It's like the fake people of Los Angeles. You got your <laughs> fake avocado. Crab people. Uh, yeah. California loves avocados. Okay. And then mayo. Yeah. They just slather on their whole day. That's the American part. It certainly is. It's something all right. <laughs> and then um, we also have, and the, I'm going to save the best one for last. All right. But salmon sushi. Uh, where does salmon sushi come from? I mean, I guess I'd say Japan, even though it's probably not going to be Japan. So here's the thing. If you were to go to Japan and ask for salmon sushi, they would immediately know you're not from Japan because Pacific salmon is littered with parasites. And so if you are eating fish in the Pacific Ocean, you cannot eat salmon because they have these parasites that are basically invisible. And so that shit will make you so sick. Instead, yeah. Instead, a place where they don't have all the other fish. They don't have like unagi and stuff. Right. Another place, the place where this originally comes from, Norway. Ah. Yeah, Salmon sushi sense. was invented in Norway in the 1980s. Wow, the 80s. Yeah, dude, the 80s. It's always and crazy because it's like some of these things feel like they're really old and it's literally like. <laughs> it's like it happened when like I was born. That's what I'm saying. Uh, another one, bubble tea, should make perfect sense. Mm. Um, where do you think bubble tea's from? 
Uh, uh, I mean, probably like, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, Thailand. I mean, very close. Taiwan, very okay. close. But that's the 1980s as well, which uh. I feel like that seems like, okay, yeah, the 1980s. I yeah. never really saw it before that, but it also seems like it's been around so long that you kind of suspect it to be yeah. older. Like, yeah, like it's everywhere. People buy it all the time. Like you would think it's been around since, you know, like the mid 1900 or like 1950 or something. I don't know. Here's another one poutine. Uh, I mean, it's Canada, but maybe it's France. Definitely Canada, 1950s. So poutine is pretty new. Yeah. Uh, buffalo wings. It's America as shit, but that's the 60s. Oh, yeah. Wow, it, like, 60s. All that stuff, that's what I'm saying, the 60s. <laughs> it wasn't until the 60s people were like, let's make a, like a hot sauce wing thing. Another one that I am absolutely obsessed with is the fact that the lava cake. You know, it's the chocolate cake where the center is like ooey gooey. Yeah. Where do you think that's from? Uh, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I only ever see this at like Domino's. Um, it is from France. Oh, okay. And you would think, oh, it's from France. That must be like an old recipe from like where 1981. <laughs> it is. It is. It is as old as me. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, it would be. Wow. 1981. And then, my favorite one, your favorite bread, ciabatta, <laughs> uh, yeah. or as the Crendor, ciabatta. ciabatta. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that from? Uh, uh, I don't know, Italy. Italy is correct. Invented in 1982. 82? I know, dude. That one uh, blew my mind. I was like, no. No. Blew my mind. Yeah, that's like something you would think has been around since like medieval ages or something. It looks like a medieval bread. It <laughs> yeah. looks like a bread that an old king would eat. Yeah. It has the look of it and still no. 1982. Bring me the ciabatta. <laughs> 1982. Blew my mind. I was like, shut up. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Those are Those are just a little bit of the many. There's other things on here that's like Carpaccio, which I, I don't think anyone cares about, or uh, sticky toffee pie was invented in England in the in the nineteen uh, sixties, yeah. like things like that. Yeah. Which you're like, all right, I guess I could see how you could end up from like a figgy pudding to a sticky toffee. Like I guess the trend, but you know, some of these on here is just like, yeah, you got this uh, bread that looks like it's from Roman times, invented <laughs> in the eighties. Wacky, wacky. Yeah, that's stuff. wild. Uh, you know what? That was a fun little thing. It was a fun little segment. Look at that. Yeah, that was look like at that. Something you'd hear on an actual morning show. <laughs> oh, sometimes <laughs> we're sometimes we're like that. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Other yep. times. God knows what we do here. Well, you know what? Just like other morning shows, we have ads too. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Woo! And one of those ads is for Quip. <laughs> Holiday traditions. Man, there are some good ones out there, but what if you make it your tradition to start off your new year? Boy, that's a good one, Jesse. <laughs> what if you make it your tradition to start off your new year with good oral health and self-care routines? Learning easy, healthy habits is something that can not only make your day better, but also reduce just overall stress, especially around holiday time. From treats to travel, good oral care habits can fall by the wayside over the holidays, and Quip will make it easy for you to stay on track by delivering all the healthy mouth essentials you need for the season and beyond. My self-care routine is, let's be honest, I got a lot. I got many <laughs> steps. But one of those steps involves using my Quip toothbrush and getting in there and doing my two minutes every time you brush. That's like the dentist recommended. Got that two-minute brush. And Quip makes it great because every 30 seconds, there's like a little, boop, like a sonic vibration timer thing. And it lets you know, hey, I'm going to like do the different quadrants of my mouth. And so I'll do like bottom right, then bottom left, then top right, then top left. And then at the end, I'll do one big all over just for fun. 
And it's part of my habits. It's what I do. The brush is lightweight. The design is sleek. There's no wires or bulky chargers to weigh you down. It has a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount so you have less clutter on your counter. Reusable handles that come in all sorts of fun designs like uh, the best-selling all black and all pink, as well as bright plastic colors to pop on your bathroom mirror. There's over 26,000 five-star reviews. It was awarded one of Time's 25 best inventions. And now it can get even better because you can track yourself with the Quip smart motor on an app. Improve the way you brush, earn amazing rewards like free refills and products and Target gift cards and more. All of it can be yours starting at just $25. And you won't be paying through the teeth for better oral health care. Trust me on this. You've got to try it. Go to getquip.com slash crendor right now and get a free refill. Plus, the best part is, it's Quip's lowest prices of the year for the holiday season, so be sure to check it out. Go to getquip.com slash crendor. Quip is a good habits company. Also, today we're brought to you by Me Undies. The holidays are officially upon us, and it's time to start celebrating, like, you know, actually celebrating you know what i mean it's your holiday do whatever the hell you want to do relax go out get involved in a seasonally themed romantic sitcom that ends up on the hallmark channel whatever the hell you want to do you can do it your way with me undies once those me undies are on you're gonna float through life let me tell you you're gonna have clouds on your tush they are so good they're the only underwear that I wear, and really, most of the people I know at this point, we've talked them into it, Crendor. Yeah. Most of the people I know, they are me undies users. Truther. So get your holiday shopping started and finished early by making some time for yourself to go over to me undies and check out their holiday collection. They've got undies, they've got loungewear, they've got sleepwear, and they are made of the softest, most supple fabric you've ever felt and are guaranteed to bring you comfort and joy for all your loved ones. Eh, but mostly yourself. Shop their classic plaid prints for the traditional. Maybe get something a little more adventurous with a limited edition sweater print, right? Or maybe find whatever the hell you want. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL. Miondis has got you covered. Not only yourself, but, you know, for your friends and family as well. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's meundies.com slash Crendor. That's me. All right, Crendor, let's go to the traffic. Let's go to the Crendor. Let's go to traffic out there. Oh, boy. Traffic is wild. There's bike people yelling at people. There's car people yelling at bike people. There's uh, people throwing stuff at, I don't know, traffic. There's traffic throwing stuff at the throwers. There's helicopters. There's airplanes. It's... Uh, prime holiday traffic and uh, the jolliest time of the year. Back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Now let's go to Crendor at the weather desk. How's that weather? Ooh, weather. You like that one? I was drinking water. Yes, I love it. <laughs> All right, perfect. This uh, this week's weather, we've got a request for the Lizard Cornwall, England. The Lizard sounds like. A rapper I've never heard of. <laughs> the Lizard. The Lizard. Well, it says The Lizard. Well, I, I want a rapper named The Lizard now. <laughs> I do, too. Well, when I look it up, there is no The. It's just Lizard England. <laughs> it is right at the bottom of England in a country called Cornwall. It has its own language similar to Welsh and Celtic people of unique ethnic identity. And it's very, very remote and very different to the rest of the country. Fun fact. Cornwall is home to pirates and smuggling are also the place is called lizard. I'm, I'm looking at it. I see, I see the lizard. <laughs> yeah. Um, over in Lizard, England. It is 52 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, you got rain possible overnight. Looking at the old uh, forecast here, you got a high of uh, 46 is what it's going to be feeling like. Low 51, humidity 79%. Very humid. Pressure 29.76, visibility 9 miles an hour, winds gusting at 19 miles an hour. You got a 7.53 a.m. sunrise, 4.23 p.m. sunset. You're hitting that 45 on the dew point. UV index 0 of 10 with a waxing crescent moon. Take a look at the 10-day. 
We've got a Monday, partly cloudy with wind, 53 degrees. Tuesday, 52, partly cloudy. Wednesday, 53, partly cloudy. Then you're going to start dipping. Partly cloudy, 49 on Thursday, and then 49 on Friday with rain. Uh, Saturday, 47 with rain and wind. And then from there on out, it's just in the high 40s with rain. Hopefully you like that weather. I imagine if you live there. You're either enjoying it or you're used to it, one of the two. So I'm looking at uh, the map right now. I believe, unless I'm corrected otherwise by people listening, this is the southernmost point of England? Looks like it, yeah. Yeah, everyone's saying that the shoreline is jagged rock and its waters are known as the ship graveyard. (laughs) This place is great. Yeah, this place is great. Oh, look at this. Here's something. The name Lizard is most probably a corruption of the Cornish name Lizard, meaning High Court. It is purely coincidental that much of the peninsula is composed of serpentine-bearing rock. The peninsula's original name may have been the Celtic Predanac. Yeah, I think that's it. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Look at that. That's pretty cool. What's there to even do there, though? Yeah, what is there in Lizard? It It looks like almost like a state park. Yeah, this is like this is like the Florida of England <laughs> when you look at it. It's just going the opposite way. It, I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, it does appear to be a bunch of state park stuff. There's Whoa. one road in really to Lizard. There's, there's one road in and it's the Lighthouse Road. There's a restaurant called the Witch Ball. I'm sorry. Where is the Witch Ball? The Witch Ball 15th century free house. Bro, what? Where? Yeah, the witch ball. It actually looks pretty good. I see wave crest. I see Cornish ice creams. I see Mungo Lils on the hill. What is Mungo Lils on the hill? Mungo Lils. This place looks... Uh... <laughs> yes. All right. I see your witch ball. All right. And I raise you Mungo Lils on the hill. This place looks exactly like... A shop on the side of the road in Florida. Oh my god, that is an ornament I would buy. This whole thing is like little tiny beachside ornament things and little tchotchkes. Oh, I love it. That is fantastic. Cornish gift shop. Oh, I absolutely love everything about it. (laughs) It's got a little rabbit on it. This is good, but the witch ball. Oh, damn. It literally looks like an old timey. Yo. Yeah. Oh, wow. It does look old as shit. It reminds me of the Hobbit pub. Yeah. The Hobbit pub looked old as shit, and this looks just like it. <laughs> Yo, what the hell, man? This seafood actually looks really good, but they probably like pulled it out of the ocean that day. Oh, well, they probably did. You know they did. Yeah, I'm looking at the mussels and stuff. They got like a full-on I mean, uh, crab. Oh, this is, this is how you know. Like, this should be a lesson in what to buy or what not to buy, right? You have an English, uh, you know, like a Sunday roast thing on the first image. And that's, it looks all right. Then you have this giant fish and chips. And I'm like, I'd eat that. Then you have this giant ass crab. I'm like, I'd eat that. Then you have this giant ass lobster. I'm like, I'd eat that. <laughs> and then you have these mussels and potatoes and beer. And then a photo of the jankest looking hamburger I've ever oh, seen yeah. on planet. <laughs> that's straight up like a, hey, they just, they got the hamburger and it's like, all right, just. That looks like, I don't know if you remember there. this. <laughs> When you were young, or or you or I know, I had we had these a lot in college, where you would get a like there was a vending machine that had hamburgers in it, and it would what? heat it up in the pack, yeah, dude, <laughs> and it would be like, I know Japan does this a lot too, and you would heat it up, you would press like you know A four, and then it would heat up the hamburger, and then it would pop it out in the plastic wrap still, and you'd open it, and it would be like. The jankest. It tasted <laughs> terrible, but you were like, I'm just so hungry and drunk. And you would, you would eat it. And this looks exactly like that. It was an, uh, It's like not a bad experience, but it's certainly not. You shouldn't do it. Yeah. It's on the menu because if you don't like seafood or like fancy food or like me, you're just like, I want a hamburger. They're like, all right, here you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the various versions of this hamburger they have, and it's it's I'm not feeling it at all in any form. Nope. Meanwhile... Your other options are this giant, beautiful fried fish, this enormous crab that looks so good, all this lobster and, like, big, thick-ass French fries, but I guess that'd be chips, and, like, (laughs) they look amazing. Even there's a giant fish sandwich that looks good, and then the burger's kind of, like, 
I guess I'm here as well. <laughs> yeah, that's like a it looks like so a kids out of place. Meal, kids meal yes. thing. Yeah, it looks way out of place. Although the actual restaurant itself, looking at it, absolutely looks like it looks like it maybe has six tables total. <laughs> yeah. I would I would eat at this place in a heartbeat. Oh, I would too. I wouldn't 100%. get a burger. That makes no sense to me. But like everything else, I go crazy. Oh yeah, no, I'd definitely try this. I feel like I would get the, uh, I'd get like a lobster or something, like so you, something you know they just caught. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's one. If you scroll further down, there's literally a fish that they just threw on a grill, yeah. head and all. That I bet is delicious. Oh yeah, it looks terrifying, but I bet it's delicious. And all the like beers and stuff they got, they got like. You, they put it in a named glass, so like you know what you're drinking. It's like Rattler Cornish Cloudy Cider. Like I was just looking. I was about to say I love the Rattler because on the back of the Rattler Cornish Cloudy Cider, on the back of that mug, I, they're clearly it's clearly a snake. Except because the text is covering up, it looks like a Goomba. <laughs> okay, I can see it. It looks like a Goomba. I was like, is that a Goomba back there? That's amazing. Na, 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 na. Yeah, I think you know what I you know what's weird is one of these images, and I think it sums up British cooking perfectly. One of these images is of this. It's one table, and on one side, I think it's a woman is eating this beautiful, vibrant-looking crab. It's so colorful, and then between them is what appears to be like a mashed potato thing and like this very vibrant-looking salad. And the person closest to us in the camera is eating a Sunday roast, and it's all brown. And I'm just like, yeah, that sums it up. That's, that's yeah. like, you know, you have all this beautiful stuff, and then the British meal is like the brownest, like, <laughs> covered in gravy. It's like, yeah, 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 that's it. That sums it up perfectly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's go to sports. Sports. We had sports today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of NFL football. We also had Thanksgiving football. We'll start with that. Uh, Bills beating the Lions on Thanksgiving. I was hoping the Lions could pull it out, but they almost did, and they did not. Uh, Cowboys beating the Giants. Vikings beating the Patriots. And then uh, today we had the Dolphins crushing the Texans. Bengals beating the Titans. Panthers beating the Broncos, Jets beating the Bears, Commanders beating the Falcons, Browns beating the Buccaneers, Jaguars beating the Ravens, Raiders beating the Seahawks in overtime, Chargers beating the Cardinals, 49ers shutting out the Saints, Chiefs beating the Rams, and then tonight we've got Packers, Eagles, and then tomorrow we have Steelers, Colts. Yay! Woo. Hopefully they'll beat um, the Colts. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. This Steelers are on the same level as the Packers right now, though. I'm I'm hoping, I'm hoping. <laughs> you say that with like a uh, like maybe there's hope, but it's been a bad season for the Steelers, to be honest. Yeah, Packers, Steelers, Ram, like a lot of good teams from last year, kind of ass this year. But you know, mix it up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, as they say in the business, it's like uh, you know, we're taking a year to like really come together as a team and we're you know it's an off year for us yeah. so we're like really trying to develop new talent like that kind of thing yeah it's essentially trying to psych ourselves up suck this year <laughs> yeah 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 um in basketball we got the celtics in first bucks in second you got the Cavs, the pacers the hawks the wizards the 76ers and the raptors all in the top eight in the West, you got the Suns, the Nuggets, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, the Clippers, the Kings, the Trailblazers, the Jazz, all in the top eight spots. Also, uh, the Kings have won seven of their last ten games, and they made it so when they win, they shoot off a laser into the sky. Love uh, it. Yep. Love it. <laughs> yep. Big fan of, of that. They also haven't made the NBA playoffs, I think, since 2004, so they're, they're hoping. Um, uh, over in hockey... We got the Bruins in first. We got the Devils in first. We have the Stars in first. And we have the Golden Knights in first. But out of all those teams, uh, the Bruins and the Devils are the top two in terms of points. And uh, World Cup's going on. I don't really know much about the World Cup. I just know England and USA tied and everyone was like, woo! And that France has the most points. So, cool. I'm obsessed with the uh, videos of... Shout out to all the Mexicans in Qatar right now. 
because <laughs> they're, the videos are amazing. First off, they're dressed up in the best way possible. But secondly, they're going around teaching people how to say phrases in Spanish that are not what they're actually, they're telling, they're going around telling locals, you know, uh, this phrase means, you know, go America or something like that. But they're literally teaching them Spanish swear words and it is, <laughs> I absolutely love it. That is I, so they're basically telling them to like go up to Americans and say this stuff. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I'm like, I love every one of them. <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah. So shout out to Mexico. Um, not sports. Okay. Let's go to our fact of the day. Fact of the day. Um, I got two short facts for you. Um, okay. I like, you know what? I'm down for two short facts. Yeah. Two short. You know what? The three. I found another one that's really good. Right. <laughs> wow. First one. The opposite sides of dice will always equal seven. That's right. It's one and six, two and five, three and four. All equal oh, seven. Neat. I never thought about it that way, but you're right. Yeah. yeah. I never thought of it that way either. Look at that. It's interesting. Uh, is, it is it designed that way? Or is it just that's how it ended up being? I have no idea. I mean, I, it's got to be designed that way, right? Because why they could have put the dice in any any way? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like yeah. I feel like it seems cooler to me because everything you know when it's kind of dice related, you're either trying to get seven or avoid seven. So the fact that it's seven seems cool. But I don't know if that's just me correlating two things that really have nothing <laughs> to do with each other. That's possible. Yeah. Uh, then. We have the average adult spends more time on the toilet than exercising. On average, an adult will spend over three hours on the toilet per week, but only one and a half hours exercising. Yeah, that checks out. But that's also like you spend more time sleeping than you do exercising. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. I don't like, spend yeah. that much time on the toilet. Then maybe you're just built different, dude. Maybe you're different. I think I'm it did say average. It didn't That's say true. like I'm not the physically American. fit trendor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not the average American. Plus, when I go to the bathroom, I'm like in and out. That gallbladder, that, that thing's not there. You know, it'll, uh, you know, you just, you know, you can sit, get some fiber. I'm regular. Boom, no constipation. You know, I'm not sitting there for like 50 minutes straining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, sometimes I feel like it's. I feel like I'm pre-programmed. To hide out in the bathroom sometimes. <laughs> That's yeah. like I'll bring my phone. I'll just sit there reading, you know, Twitter. Again, <laughs> I've said this before. If you ever see me tweet, I don't. I'm not on Twitter. I don't like. If you ever see me tweet, I'm definitely in the bathroom. <laughs> is that just because you just you just enjoy being in the bathroom? It's like a meditative experience, or is it because you're struggling? No struggle. I just like the doors closed. No one can bug me. <laughs> no one's gonna try to bug me. You know what I mean? So it's essentially just your meditative zone. Yeah. Pretty much. Maybe that's why. But I even at home, like where no one's going to bug, like there's no one to bug me. <laughs> I'm like in the bathroom and I'll just sit there for like 20 minutes looking at the internet. Well, it's because your brain I'll knows. I finished my business uh, a while ago and still be just like surfing the net. Yeah, it's weird. Your brain knows it's like a, this It's like this is the relaxed time. It's gotten used to it. I guess so. And I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, and then. Finally, we have 7% of American adults believe chocolate milk comes from brown cows. I'm sorry, how many? What was the 7%. <laughs> so that's like 1 in 11 almost, isn't it? Yeah, what is... I'm going to have to break out the old calculator. I need Ray to know the 12. actual number. What would that be? 100 divided by 7? Oh my god, how do I... 1, 2, 3, so, 1, 2, 3 times 0 0.07. 14 .2, right? Sure, 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 but I'm saying that's I'm saying it's 23 million people. Oh, I see. I just yeah. want to know how many people were complete idiots. 23 million is the answer. Here's the thing: <laughs> of those 23 million, they could be children, though. Some of them could be children. That's true. Well, they said American adults. Oh, never mind. No, nope. 23 million idiots. <laughs> yeah. So that means out of every hundred people you see, 14.2 of them <laughs> believe. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there's some give or take there because again, I did it based off of the number of total American citizens. Yeah. So obviously some of them are not adults. So I, I you know what? We could say fourteen million and that'd still be too many people. It is not it's way too many people to believe that. But um. it does explain how a lot of YouTubers have such a big audience. That's true as well, yep. It, it, I mean, that clicks with me. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's just a lot of dumb people. Or just like, dude, sometimes I'm like browsing videos or like seeing like other people's TikToks. Like, uh, I was watching uh, a thing where it was like the, a streamer is doing like a laugh thing, like make me laugh. And they were submitting TikToks. I swear to God, I like didn't laugh for like... 30 minutes straight of seeing I was like the next one's got to be funny right and it just wasn't it was just dumb and I was like am I like is my sense of humor just not related or core like it doesn't tie in with to what the kids like today I can't even <laughs> like my dude every time I go to YouTube without being logged in or if I'm on a different device or you know just when I see normal YouTube that shows people it's the same five people all make the same face and all of them reacting to TikToks. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, this sucks. None of this is funny. None of this is good. But they have 84 million views. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, this, I don't understand. I just don't understand it. And I'm not going to hate on them. They've clearly found, they've cracked the code. Right. But it is, I don't get it. Like, I personally don't know why someone would watch it. Uh, it's like some of it's some of it's like the mainstream humor where they like show it on commercials and you're like ah you know it, it reaches the mo most generalized audience like that type of thing it's like the corporate humor i guess where they're they're gonna be but then there's like some other dumb humor where it's like there's these people one tiktok that they, they saw it was like these it was like a girl being like Hey everybody, here I am. And then the guy'd be like, Hello everybody, here I am. There's this like mimicking her. And it had like a bunch of views and light and I was like, this isn't even funny. He's just like mimicking her. Like uh, <laughs> am I dumb? There's like no depth. It's just it's just like Duh! right? <laughs> You're absolutely right. There is a set of comedy that falls into the Jay Leno category. Yeah. Where it's like non offensive totally actually boring comedy that grandma and mom can watch together kind of thing you right. know <laughs> and that's a lot of youtube stuff oh, but yeah. then on the flip side twitch has a lot of comedy that is the kind of comedy you'd see at 3 a.m on adult swim that i'm like i don't think this is for me <laughs> uh the other day i swear to god everyone was like dude this guy he and his friends are doing his stream it's hilarious i'm like they set up a tent and they are like one at a time going into the tent and I think jerking off and then they're all commenting on each other's stuff. Uh, the the chat was everyone was laughing, everyone was eating it up. That's and like I was like fifteen year old humor of like dude <laughs> I know yeah, I mean, it's I was like, like the swearing like dude he said a swear word. Yeah, I I I get it. I get that there's a that's a comedy that people love. I was like I <laughs> Why would you say that this is something I should watch? Like, if you know me, you know I'm gonna be like, this is weird. This isn't cool. This is four dudes beating off in the room together. I'm like, this is real weird. Like, is this weird. is very strange. <laughs> yeah, I. It's almost like a weird slapstick style, which, like, I'm not saying it's like wrong. Like, everybody's got their own humor and whatever. Like, it's not. It's a what do you call it? Subjective or object? Which one is it? Subjective, objective. I always get the two mixed up. I mean, up. it's subjective. Yeah. yeah, subjective. And so it's like, whatever. But I just, it amazes me because I'm always like, I just, it's weird how I find this completely not funny, but other people find it extremely funny. Which I guess can be said for anything. Like, I enjoy watching football, but someone else could watch it and be like, this is so boring. Like, oh my God, what's his name? What's that Tonight Show guy? Jimmy, whatever. Jimmy Fallon. Easily one of the most unfunny people. I don't know how he has a, a show. Let alone... A lot of people think he's hilarious. And, like, I mean, good for him. He just does not... He's never once made me be, like... Fucking, like, he just doesn't doesn't do it for me. He gives me weird vibes. He gives me, like, creepy vibes. Like he's a serial killer or something. It's... I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan, I'll be honest. But... Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't like him. But either way, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Maybe, uh, maybe we'd be more popular if we, like... Yeah, you're stuff. right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> This, like I was saying, the dude who was like 
in the jerk tent, incredibly popular. <laughs> the uh, you know all these people we see on the front page, the most popular people around, like the most popular yeah. YouTubers. So I'm just saying, yeah, that's probably that's probably the reason why we're over here complaining on a podcast and not living in a mansion. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, we are not gonna have a jerk tent, and we're <laughs> not going to. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to draw the line at the old jerk tent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm going to, no, it's not for me. That's why I say it almost feels like high school humor. So I remember being in high school and like kids then just being like, dude, yes. Like they would just find shit like that funny. You know what I mean? Or like, like uh, just saying swear words like, dude, fuck, bro. And everyone's like, he said fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're just old. I think we just aged out of being cool. Yeah. Well, or whatever cool was, we never had it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we never had it, and we still don't have it, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm, I've accepted it. I accepted it a long time ago. Um, I don't know how we got here from chocolate milk cows, but either way, oh wait, I think we were just like people are dumb. I don't know, something like that. That's your facts of the day. <laughs> All right, what is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. Menacing wild turkeys led by Kevin are taking a New England city for themselves. I, oh God, go on. I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I have so many thoughts, but okay. A flock of feathered hooligans have been intimidating residents of Woburn, Massachusetts, and their leader is one especially tough turkey, Kevin. The five. I, <laughs> you know what? Usually I hate writing like this, but I'm, I'm here for it. Yep. Today, I'm here for it. The five wild birds spend a lot of time in particular on the lawn of a woman named Megan Tolson, according to a report from The Guardian, appropriately published on Thanksgiving. Tolson, who gave Kevin his name, characterizes him as the bad egg amongst the otherwise all-female turkey crew. The hens she calls Gladys, Esther, Monica, and Patricia. (laughs) The women are more mellow and not so territorial, but I think he kind of amps them up to get them going to chase people, she told The Guardian. (laughs) Well, of course, it's the guy doing that. Yeah. Come on, we gotta go chase him. <laughs> Tolson has posted multiple videos showing Kevin lurking near the door of her home or car. They don't let you out of your house, she said. <laughs> While the Guardian brought national attention to Kevin and his band of rogues, local media has also covered their antics in recent months. They're up at 6 a.m. in my lawn and start chasing us, trying to pop the tires. <laughs> it's wild. David Scarapitti. A turkey expert with the wildlife <laughs> department <laughs> I said, uh, said that these kind of problems arise when turkeys become too habituated to humans. Typically, this happens due to people feeding them directly or from the turkeys freeloading off of bird feeders intended for other kinds of birds. Turkeys are just acting out what they do amongst themselves. He added that running away can fuel the problem because they'll begin to see you as subdominant to them. Instead, he recommends carrying an umbrella and opening it in front of you to frighten off the birds. Meanwhile, Tolson has taken the situation in stride and has even developed some affection for Kevin and co. They kind of grow on you a bit, she said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's so much I actually learned now about turkeys and birds. Yeah. Like, I love the idea that, look, do not run from them. That makes that they have established dominance over you. You oh, must yeah. instead <laughs> shake an umbrella at them. <laughs> Honestly, it's like okay. cats. If you run from a cat, they're gonna think you're like uh, food, essentially, and they'll chase you down. Sure, sure. I, I I I I get it. Fascinating. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty crazy. Then you know, just uh, don't feed wild animals outside. It's <laughs> 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 not a good one. Some people they're yeah, like, I've been feeding learned. the raccoons outside. And there's like 50 raccoons, and they're like making videos. Like it's the raccoon house, and it's like you know those raccoons are gonna like tear <laughs> through the windows and shit. Like where's the food? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> you forgot your one day of feeding. Hundred <laughs> percent. Love it. Yes, absolutely here for it. Yeah. Uh. I love a good animal story. They're always my favorite. Yeah. Just like that, uh, what was the one that, like, seal was in the house? Yeah. Like, broke in. The, the guy with the alligator in the, uh, convenience mart. Yeah. The, uh, snake in the car. <laughs> the, yeah. He, yeah. Even, you know what? Even Monkey Mondays. I always think yeah. back to Monkey Mondays. That's, that's a staple. Monkey Mondays. They still aren't back. back. They still, they were, they were gone. They were, I can't believe they, they ruined Monkey Mondays for everyone. 
Let me just do a quick Google check. Our mm. <laughs> Monkey Mondays back. No. Doesn't look like it. However, there is a ruthless YouTube video called Monkey Monday official music video, but that's not Monkey Mondays. Yeah, that's not our Monkey yeah. Monday. Yeah, no. So sad times, but that's your big news story of the day. Okay. Well, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening or watching or having enjoyed this podcast. Crandor. Hit him with the socials. We've got socials. You got the old YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All one word. Hit the comment. Or leave a comment. Leave a <laughs> subscribe. Hit a bell. Be notified. Neat. Uh, you can go to YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor. That's where all the animations are. Do the same thing over there. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're everywhere except where we aren't. Also, we're on YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox, YouTube.com slash Crendor, Twitch TV Jesse Cox, Twitch TV Crendor, Patreon Jesse Cox, Patreon Crendor, uh, Facebook Jesse Cox, Facebook Crendor, Twitch, or already Twitch, Twitter Jesse Cox, Twitter Crendor, <laughs> uh, uh, yo, yeah, TikTok, Jesse Cox, TikToks, TikTok, Crendor, uh, uh, Cren Clips, Cox Clips, Warhammer Crendor, uh, e, uh, e, that's it. Okay, that is it for us. Thank you again. We'll see you all next time. And as always, whoop, to be continued.